man. World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. <laughs> it's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the Salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, I'm not trying to score any brownie points or anything like that, so just take this as, as you will. I want to, I just want to say publicly that how much I love my wife, and uh, the reason I say that, I don't know if you get, I don't know what your guys' life, I, I don't know what your life is like with your with your spouse, and we we pick at each other so much. I'm I'm constantly picking at her, and she's picking at me, and I love her so much, and she loves me. So much, and I said, to, I said to her this morning, "Why do we? Why do we do? Why do we do this? Why do I? Why do I nitpick? And why do you nitpick?" I said, "You're the one person I know in all the world that, no matter what happens, you got my back, and I got your back, no matter what. That, and why? Why do we do it? So anyway, it's just. I guess it's just the uh, dynamics of a relationship, isn't it? We have a wonderful, wonderful relationship. I have no desire for any other woman." If if I were to lose my wife, I'd go live in a cave somewhere. I, I mean, I can I'm. <laughs> it just is what it is. So, uh, love you, Michelle. She's man. She's uh, she's more of a prod behind me than what you than what you guys even understand. She's always prodding me, and she knows the way to be able to get under my skin, and she knows the way to soothe me when somebody else has gotten under my skin. So it's been a wonderful wonderful relationship for. I don't know. I think we're working on 40. Is it 42 coming up here? No. Wow. Whatever. They, you know, they say in the end, it's the wink of an eye, right? Your life is but a vapor. It's here and then it's gone. It's a wink of an eye. Do you, do you realize how long ago 911 was? Any idea how long ago that was? Do you have any idea how long ago Ronald Reagan was, was elected president of the United States? Do you remember Jimmy Carter? Huh? That seems like yesterday. You remember Waco? You remember the burn, them burning up the Branch Davidians? You remember? I mean, it, it, boom, it's here and then it's gone, right? And uh, I, I'm, uh, Debbie Perkins uh, spent the last couple of days, not here. She had an Airbnb. She's kind of, Debbie, I hope I'm not giving out any secrets about you. She, she's just kind of, she was in Ohio and then she said she was down in Cincinnati she's, or Kentucky. She said, "Hey, like I'm going to come up here for a couple of days." So she's been up here for a couple of days, and and uh, I I just want all of you not not just Debbie Perkins. I want all of you to know out there that one of the hardest things that that we do here, I do. I'm talking about me, is I don't know how I have a I have a coach's heart, I have a pastor's heart, but I don't really. It ain't easy to do, friends. It isn't easy to do. And I want you to think about this: the church where you go. However many members that you have at that church, for the most part, you call the guy standing in the pulpit your pastor, but he really isn't. I mean, he, he really, I, I mean, what is it that you want a pastor to do? What is it? Maybe, maybe that would be a good place for us to start. What do you expect of a pastor? What, what is that? 
What does that job entail? And as I've said many times, or several times, or a few times, however many times, um, the current pastor setup, the way it's done in America, is unworkable. It's untenable. It was never designed to be like that. Was it was never designed for mega churches? It was always designed. Go back to the Book of Acts. It was house to house, folks, person to person, house to house, neighborhood to neighborhood. I could get in my car right now and I could drive in about four different directions, and within an hour, I could be at probably five different mega churches full of people who don't even know each other. Somebody say amen. So somebody say amen. 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 Who don't even know, who don't even know each other. And to be honest with you, as I always try to be, I know some of you folks in the queue better better than what were lifelong friends to me. You guys have become my lifelong friends. You guys are now, because we go through phases in life. Not that I don't still love some of these guys. Al Meadows, my high school buddy, watches everyone. I love Al Meadows. I haven't seen Al Meadows in I don't know how long. How come I don't see Al Meadows? Why don't I see him? Because we go through different phases in our life, right? And we don't reject those people. We don't reject. We just move on. We move on. And then my fraternity brothers, I just saw this a couple a month ago. Uh, all my fraternity brothers that I grew up and did all kinds of stupid stuff when I was in college with, drank beer and ought to be dead from the stuff I did. Uh, they had a reunion and I wasn't invited. So now, could, uh, was I wasn't invited or did somebody forget? And see, I could take that as an offense. I could be mad. Did they not invite me because I'm preacher Dave? Did they not invite me because they were going to be drinking beer and doing that? And they thought maybe I wouldn't they didn't want to be preached to. I, I, I don't know. Why is it that we that we don't understand that when people become born again of the Spirit of God, they're the same person? I'm I'm still the same person. And why is it that that when we begin to speak the truth? People get repelled by it. Well, we know what the Bible tells us, right? They're going to hate us when we begin to do that. They don't want to do it because why? Their own life becomes under circumspection. You have to begin to look and evaluate your own life. That's a very uncomfortable thing to do. I was thinking when Debbie Debbie Perkins was here the last couple of days, uh, hanging out with my wife. uh, we, We need community so bad, folks. We need community so bad. And... Thank God that we have this, right? Whatever this is, it's a community. But you guys need to begin, all of you, you need to begin to develop relationships with people inside this queue. You need to begin to develop other relationships. I don't know. Maybe some of you like Betty Perkins. Maybe some of you don't like Betty Perkins. Maybe some of you like Silver. Maybe some of you don't like Silver. Maybe some of you like Myra. Maybe some of you don't like Myra. But somewhere in the midst of all these people in here, you ought to be able to know that if you need help, who can you call? And if you're in part of this queue and you don't know who you can call, then we have failed, man. We could, I can tell you, I could rattle off without uh, without a moment's hesitation of five people that I could call right now who would come and be at my door if I needed them. Of people who are in the queue, not my high school friends, not all these, not all these people that I went to college with. No, no, no. I could name from this queue five, five, ten, fifteen people that they would come and be here the drop of a hat. And by the way, I would as well if it were possible. But it's hard for me to engage with however many people that are out there, right? So as a result, a true pastor, remember when I talk about leadership, I always say the same thing. The job of a good leader is to create other good leaders. 
And so this is not a top-down organization. This is not you got to pick up the phone and call Coach Dave to rub your back. That's not why, That's not the way it's supposed to work. You're supposed to pick up the phone and call Myra and let Myra rub your back or let Betty rub your back or let somebody else. And that's the way that a family uh, – that's the way it's supposed to operate. Folks, it ain't like that at church. You ever go to those big mega churches and you see people are on the prayer team? How the hell do you get on the prayer team? Anybody ever, were there ever tryouts for the prayer team? Anybody want to be on the prayer team? Where's the front line team? Where's the go to the school board team? I'd like to be on that one. But see, that, but that isn't designed to do that. Because why? Because the leader wants to control everything. And I'm doing the best I can to not control everything. I support what Craig is doing. I support what Jeff Klein's doing. I support what Randy's doing. I support what Trump's doing. I support what Betty's doing. I support, that's, that's the way it ought to operate. If you have to sit around and wait for me to be part of it, we, we've failed, man. We've failed. And that's, that's part of my greatest frustration for you out there to realize that you are part of a unit. You are part of a team. And there ought to be networks going through this group of right now, it says there's 126 people just in the queue. Who knows how many people are out there who are listening and every day tune in here every day and are not connected to nobody. Now, I got a yeah. comment because. People say, Coach, you're so angry. Folks, I'm Michelle, am I angry? I'm one of the easiest going, happy-go-lucky guys. I'm passionate. If you can't understand the difference between anger and passion, I don't know what to tell you. I love a fight. I love a good fight. I'm not angry, although I should be. We ought to be mad, damn it. We ought to be mad, but I'm not. I'm passionate about where we could go and what we could do and the difference that we could make and that serving openly and boldly and proudly our king, going against the forces of darkness, openly standing up against them openly, proclaiming it openly. You're a freak, dude. He said, well, coach, you can't do that. That doesn't show the love. What are you talking about? It shows the love of my savior. I'm defending him. I'm not going to compromise what I believe to make you feel better. And that's what Christianity has taught us. Friends. That's why we find ourselves in the mess that we're in. That's why we find that there are literally, right now I could show you, five uh, genetic, whatever, whatever, what would I call them? Five sexual freaks, transgenders, homo, in powerful positions in Washington, D.C. How'd that happen? How did that happen? And where could you find any place in the scripture where it says that I, as a born-again, spirit-filled Christian man, am supposed to obey the edicts of those Luciferians? If you folks, you're drunk. If that's your theology, that we're supposed to obey that. We read it yesterday. You're going to be brought governors and kings as a testimony against them. Do you understand this? You're going to be brought before governors and kings as a testimony against them. You are not going to go and bow at their feet and tell them what, oh, please, thank you, please and thank you. Can I have some more porridge, please, Mr. Elected Official? No. Your job is to go and be a witness against them. 
Amen. And the church doesn't get it. The Amen. church doesn't get it. And that's why that's why the guys in Washington, D.C. hide. Because they don't want those witnesses against them. I haven't forgotten you, Meyer, I promise. I've got to get this off my chest. And uh, so I want... I, 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 I want I want to say this. How much I I just want I want all of you to know. Some of you I don't even know. Some of you I casually know, but it ain't about me, right? I want you to know that I appreciate the walk that you're walking because I know it's not easy. If you are in this queue, it's because your walk isn't easy. If your walk was easy, you'd be listening to Joel Osteen. With Sean Hannity, getting all your information against, right? Right. But those of you that are in here, you're battle-worn, battle-scarred. That's why you're drawn to this. And I I wish that it was possible that you could all come and spend the night at the house with Michelle and I so we could get to know each of you better. But that ain't the reality of it, by the way. You probably wouldn't want to be around me. Don't make it about me. Make it about others in the queue. Find other like-minded people in the queue that you can daily say, I'm praying for you. Or if I got a problem, who can I call? Oh, I'm going to call. I'm going to call. I'm I'm going to call coach. Don't call coach. Call Betty. Call who? Who's your go-to in this queue? Who's your go-to? Because if everything continues to be as the Catholic Church made it, sorry, top-down mandated Christianity, that everybody has a problem, they have to go to the anointed one, they have to go to the leader. That is, um, folks, there ain't liberty in that. I'm sorry. There ain't liberty in that. So I want to encourage you. Uh, I had a, I, we had two days, Michelle and I had two days to better get to know, get to know Debbie. I'm glad we did. I'd love two days to get to know. I could run down the list of it. I'd love to be able to do it. But I want you to know, I ain't got no golden wand. I'm just a guy. I'm, I'm walking out my walk just like you. And I'll be honest, I'm overwhelmed with what the Lord has laid on my in my place. I'm overwhelmed by it. I can't do it. I get, I'm not making it up. I get a minimum of three books a week mailed to me. If you were to walk over here and look at my desk in my multi-million dollar studio over here, it's the books are tied. What, 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 then I don't respond or I don't read the book. And then somebody gets offended because I didn't read their book or didn't respond to it. Walk over. Come on over here. I'll, I'll show you. They come, they come three times a week. Another book. And I, I love, I, look, I'm not making fun of it, but I got a life to live. And I'm trying to fight a battle of my own in my own environment, my own family. I got a lot of things on the plate. <clears throat> That's why we have to turn to one another. That's why we have to begin to build relationships within this team. Get out of your mind the top-down flow of Christianity that we've all experienced as long as we've been alive. Always have to go to the top you get permission from some guy who is a pastor or an elder or a bishop or whatever the name is they gave him, the Pope, the Pontiff. 
The Bible says there's one mediator between man and God. That's the Lord Jesus. Ain't Mary. Sorry, it ain't Mary. There's one mediator. And you have the ability to be in contact with the same God I'm in contact with. The same spirit that raised from the dead is inside you. The same one. Now, that's hard for us to understand because we don't really understand spiritual things. But we have been taught in Christianity to run to this guy and run to this guy and run to this guy and run to this guy. And I'm not, there's nothing wrong with anointed teachers and preachers. That's not what I'm talking about. There's not, nothing wrong with having people on Facebook that, that feed you. That's all good. Uh, YouTube, I'm, 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 I, I watch them. <laughs> I, I can learn stuff from them too, right? But the reality of it is, is if we don't somehow, you, I'm talking about you, are you looking at me? If you aren't building relationships, you're not worth a pile of crap to anybody. You can't do it alone. You can't live this life alone. Amen. Debbie lives in Texas. It's 18 hours. If she lived here, I'm just telling you the truth. If we lived in community, a lot of our problems would go away. But a lot of them would increase because we don't like each other, some of us. That's okay. So that's why that you pick friends, a network of people within here that you can communicate with. I look at what Craig Mickle and those guys are doing out in D.C. I say D.C., out in Gettysburg. It's amazing. And they, Craig calls me every once in a while, tells me what's going on, says, we're doing that. I said, cool, cool. Because you know what? I ain't got time to do it. And, I, and they say, Coach, can you, can you, could you post this on your calendar? They don't talk to me. Talk to Gary. I, can't, I, don't, I don't even know how to post it, right? Hey, Coach, could you do this? I talk to Jared. I don't even know how to. I don't have to. Somebody said, Coach, you need a secretary. So, really? <laughs> That's exactly what I need is a secretary. Holy crap. My wife can't keep up with me. Secretary. So I'm just kind of venting a little bit, and I want, you, want all of you to know that I appreciate you. Now, look, I could, I could say I love you all. Truth is, I don't even know some of you. Or as I had a pastor tell me one time when he was pissed off at me, I love you in the Lord, meaning I personally hate you, <laughs> but I love you in the Lord. <laughs> personally, I like to smack you in the mouth, but uh, the Lord compels me to love you. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. I, I, I fight with my brothers. Y'all fight with your brothers. Some of the biggest fights you have are in your own family, right? So here we are, the family of God, right? And let's be honest, we don't always like each other. We sometimes tolerate each other. But I better ask you this. When tough times get tough, who are you hanging with? Who are you going to pick up that phone and call? Hmm? Who is it? Because my phone may be off. Not that I wouldn't help, but I, I live in Ohio. I don't live in Texas. I don't live in Montana. And I don't live in Fallon, Nevada. So we have to build these networks right where we are, around where we are. Well, I'm on it today, aren't I? I didn't even look. You might want to talk there. Some of you want to jump in here. I haven't even gotten. I haven't let. I haven't let, I haven't let Myra pray yet. I haven't. Uh, I got to talk about what New Beginnings is doing with their event coming up. Uh, <clears throat> lot to cover, but at the same time, 
I got some real stuff, some real meat that I want to talk to you about. And what do I do? Do I spend the do I spend this whole show talking about events that are going on? That's why we have the website. Because events are going on. And I could bring Jeff Klein in here, and Jeff Klein could talk to us about going to the Mount Vernon School Board and what they're doing at the Mount Vernon School Board, but that doesn't help Chad in Texas. Doesn't help him at all. Other than, well, maybe we'll try that. That didn't do anything to, to help Randy in Oklahoma. Jeff's going to the school board in Ohio. That didn't do anything to help uh, help uh, Craig out there in Maryland. Been doing good. That didn't even help to have Myra pray for it. So we, we have to begin to understand this idea of family, unity, reaching across the aisle, finding somebody that you're in partnership with me. One of my favorite scenes in Cool Hand Luke is when he ate those 50 eggs. We ought to sit down. We ought to sit down and watch that movie together sometime, and we'll just stop it every once in a while. And I'll show you a spiritual principle being taught by that movie that you don't even understand. In Cool Hand Luke, when he got through eating his 50 eggs, most of you have seen the movie. If not, go watch it. I'll never forget what he said. They're all coming around. They want Luke to do something else now. Do this, Luke, do this, Luke. And what Luke said? Stop feeding off me! And that's what we do, isn't it? Folks, do you feed off others? Or do others feed off you? And the ultimate source of our meal should be the Lord Jesus Christ and our relationship with him. And you can come to me for advice. You can go to Silver for advice. You can go to whoever for advice. But there's only one advocate, only one between the Lord, between God and man. That's the Lord Jesus. So we would do well. There's a, uh, Chad, Chad Estes told me, he said, Coach, we got a bunch of lonely hearts here. It's a lonely hearts club band, and it is to a degree. But it's not a lonely woe is me hearts club band. It's a, it's a lonely what the hell can we do? Hearts Club Band. There's a difference in those two things. And uh, trying every day, man. I try every day to, to try to bring something relevant, to not to seem to be a tyrant, to not to be, seem to be it's my way or the highway, because it isn't. Not with me. It isn't. Not with me. You may think it is, but it, it isn't with me. I got, it's 722 already. I got so much stuff I want to talk about. So much going on. <clears throat> Myra, you pray us in real quick, and then soon, then I'm going to let Ohio Brett come in right after Myra. Hang on, Brett. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach. I will be delighted. Myra, to Myra, so. I'm going to try not to preach while you read. Go ahead. Will do, Coach. Thank you so much for all you What's do. The verse? What's the verse? Tell us the verse. Quit telling us uh, thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. We know that. Get to it, man. We only got an hour. Proverbs 8.33 to 36. Proverbs 8.33-36. It is written, Hear instruction and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that hateth me watching daily at my gates, waiting mm. at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me Findeth life mm. and shall obtain favor 
of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongs his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Bang! That is one of my favorite verses in the whole scripture. Do you want to know who serves the Lord? Right there it is. All those that hate me love death. You can look around, you can see him. You can see him, man. They're everywhere, everywhere you look, right? Boy, oh boy. Look, by the way, verse 30, 36. But he that sinneth against me. See, there's a sin that's done to others. And then there's a sin that's done to him. And they're not the same. You missed it. Went over your head. There's a sin against him. And then there's a sin against others. And they're not the same thing. Go ahead and pray, Myra. Yes, Coach. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle. And we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy to you. In Jesus' name, amen. What's that verse? What's that verse? Where are we? It is uh, Proverbs, Proverbs 8.36. 8, 8, 8, Proverbs 8.36. Michelle, help me remember that. Proverbs 8.36. All those who hate me love death. Write that one on your heart. Write that one on your heart because that will be evidence of what you're dealing with. All those that hate me love death. Traveling man, Ohio Brett. Come on in, Brett. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Coach. It's an honor to be one of your strong safeties. And I'm excited that the team completed all 50 states in 12 months where we got oh. the word out of Coach Dave Live and the Christian <coughs> Revolution. And, Coach, we have a forum shiver of love coming out at Ohio State this Saturday. I'll get it on the website. But I'll be probably be the only guy with an Appeal to Heaven flag outside the Varsity Club at 1 p.m. That's where we'll meet. God bless you, Coach. Brett's going to go out and hand out uh, the Christian Revolution cards at the Ohio State Toledo football game. There'll be uh, eighty. Uh, there'll be one hundred and five thousand people there. He may be able to get a couple thousand cards anyway. So uh, appreciate Brett as always. Your hey, Coach. Uh, hey, I just want to say, Coach. Coach, yes. because of your efforts, yes, I've gotten to know you personally, but I I know my ten guys out there, and they're in the queue, and they contact me. I got my go-to because this is family. Thank you, Coach. That's right. That's right, man. That's right. And so if you want to go to the Ohio State game, you won't go to the game probably. Stand outside and hand out cards. Get a hold of Brett because he's going to do that this weekend. If you've never been to a tailgate party at Ohio State, it'd be a great experience, man. You walk around, just hand out cards. Just hand out cards. Don't argue. Just hand out cards. Just that, that's, all, that's all you do. It's masterful what Brett's going to do. And Jeff Klein, come on in. And as Jeff's coming in, pull up that event. Uh, Put that up on the screen. Go ahead, Jeff, as we get that thing up here. I'm sorry I haven't given more. I didn't realize it's this weekend. I didn't I didn't realize it. It's amazing. Coach, first of all, yeah, I want to say. Hang on, hang on. I got so much going on. We got the men's event on the 20, the night before. I just got a lot going on. I just do. I'm not making, I'm not, I'm not making excuses. Escaping the matrix authentication and beyond. Randy, talk to us about that. Uh, we got the Gettysburg huddle. We got the Central Ohio Huddle for Men, and Jeff's got this event with Pastor Bill and and Flip Benham and Rusty Tom. Man, you want to be around some warriors? 
Let me run some orders. I assume that's what you want to talk about, Jeff. I don't even have it on the screen, up on the thing. You got to get it to Gary so he can get it up there for us. But put it up there for me, Spence, so we can see what's going on at New Beginnings. Go ahead, Jeff. Boot Camp Conference, Coach Dave, Rusty Thomas, Flip Benham, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, including on the street uh, evangelism as well. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, Pastor Bill told me yesterday that uh, Saturday night at 6, it'll be Pastor Flip Benham and Coach Dave. And Sunday morning will be Pastor Flip. Sunday night is Rusty. And I think, I, and I'm looking back on it, but I think Monday night it is you. It doesn't yeah. matter. We'll get it up there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. It'll be great. Again. Hang on, Jeff. Hang on. There again. I don't care who it is. I, I love Flip Benham. He's just a general in the army. I love Rusty. He's just a general in the army. I am beyond hero worship as pulpits and speakers. Why? Because I'm one of those guys that people want to come in here and let me tell you something. You would want to know some of the stuff that I think and some of the stuff that I fight against, right? These are just men. But these are men who are tried and true in the battle. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, Coach, that wasn't even what I raised my hand for. What I raised my okay. hand for is I was going to say the same thing. I, me and Pastor Bill are so sick of conferences, but I've got a group here in in Knox County in Mount Vernon. This just a quick example. We got a baptism here at the house Tuesday night. So church in the garage didn't go to the garage. We all met here. I had twenty people show up at the river in a week's time. I said, "Listen, Mark wants to be baptized." And then we didn't have a pastor. Pastor Bill said, oh, that's the same day as the one-year anniversary of the death of my grandson. I can't be at the river. I said, no, I know you can't. I said, we got it. So Tom and Peter were going to do it. Peter had to work at the last minute. Tom's like, oh, my. He said, I've never done a baptism. So now we did have a fill-in. Pastor Matt come over. But Tom said, I want to learn how to do that. He said, I want to take charge of this. So Pastor Matt said, you read the scripture, brother. Here's a couple of scriptures. You're going down in with me, and you're going to do it. And then he had a little certificate from Mark at the end. He said, now, you're going to sign it. I'll sign on underneath you, Tom. So I told Tom, I said, you're in charge now. You're baptizing the people in the river. We had a great time. But anything, whether we do the baptism or school board or on the square, we can get 20 people in a couple days' time. And they all show up because it's that group of people that are just working with each other. You know what I mean? We've got a small group. It's good. Amen. So listen, listen. Uh, let me, let's let's go let's go another ox here. Anybody can baptize. Anybody can baptize. <laughs> We're all supposed to be baptizing people. Amen. Okay, I can't do it. I'm not ordained. <laughs> I'm not ordained. I'm not Apostle Joe or my, my, a Prophet Tommy. No, anybody can baptize. Anybody Amen. can baptize. And isn't it amazing that people say they don't even know how to baptize? Don't know how to baptize. Huh? Hold their nose, dunk them. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name. What do you? What else is there to it? Sorry, Jeff. I had to get that one out too. Just a, again, just in a, again, an example of top down, top down, right? Top down. Jeff ran away from. Him. I don't know. I, I know he's not mad. He ran checking something out. Come on in, Debbie. Well, I just wanted to go back a little bit to that community thing. It's not always who do you call in trouble? Who do you call when you need to talk about something serious? It's often like like when I was up here this couple of days, it was Michelle and I went to see little Declan. We ran errands. We 
you know, had 10 screaming uh, grandkids and guests at your house for lunch to eat macaroni and cheese and salad. We, you know, it was like you get fed by that. Relationships. 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 And when you live far away, that was my whole point, sort of in some place the size of Texas, which incorporates Ohio, Pennsylvania, whatever. It's a, it can be a long way to just have community, That's to right. just have That's that relationship. And so often, like I was saying, looking for a church, people go to Dale's church on Sunday to worship the Lord, but because they get each other, they get what they're about. You don't have to explain yourself. You all know no. you're there for the most part. Now you're going to have people that, you know, but for the most part in that church that Dale has, they understand what they're about and you don't always have to, you don't have to explain Amen. yourself. You just, they get you. And I think Amen. that's really important. Relationships. That's right. I, I'm telling you, Chad said, called it the lonely hearts club band. We shouldn't be lonely hearts, man. We just shouldn't be. Uh, 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 bless you. Bless you, Demi. Bless you. I feel you. Randy, are you in here, Randy? Cause Randy, you sent my message about the authentication. Talk to me a little bit about the authentication. I don't know what's going on there, Randy. Help me out. Yeah, Coach, I'm in my truck driving down the road. It might be loud, but I'll try to be no, brief. We hear you fine. We hear you fine. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, I've got a venue there in a little town close to where I live, and I've got about 60 people signed up. I'd like to do yeah. a hunt. Randy Conway's coming in. Uh, he's just like us, Coach. You know him. He, he knows his stuff. He's This is – this is part of a move of God, just to like everything else. I believe it. I believe it's very it, yep. important that we look at this and take it serious and and stand. This is this is going to give us a tool to stand, and it's about authenticating. That's just the beginning. There's so much more to it than that, but uh, it's stand, It's taking back the intent, I believe, of the Constitution of the founders, what they really wrote, Coach. And yep. you can't do it. You can't teach what you don't know. You know so. As we learn this, we're going to be teaching people just in our daily lives with these tools how to stand up against the false systems, especially the bar system, the British accredited registry, which owns all the attorneys, whether they know it or not, it owns them. And it's a system of Lucifer. We have to change that. So yes, that's this is a movement. There's, I think there's over. Million people that have already authenticated. This is catching fire, coach. It is, it is. And understand this, folks. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. Now, it just doesn't have it doesn't just have to do with the legal world. Can somebody explain to me how our elected officials got the power and authority to rule over us? To literally rule over us and control our lives. Where did that come from? And it's all part of this system, this Babylonian system. That we're talking about here. So, Randy, I'm not in in Oklahoma. If I was close to Oklahoma, I would go. And I didn't know anything about it. I'm sorry. It's this weekend, and we have got 40 people already coming. So, again, Saturday, uh, Saturday nine to four in Tallala, Oklahoma, on Highway 159, northeastern Oklahoma. So, if anybody out there is close by, uh, we'll take care of you. We're going to have lunch there and. Have good fellowship, and I'm going to record it, Coach. I've got a videographer. Awesome, awesome. Record it, so we'll have it if anyone wants to watch it. I'm all in with that, man. I'm all in. Roger, come on in. 
Oh, even if I was in near Oklahoma, this uh, wayward lawyer would be there also. I, I don't know that I'm owned by somebody in Britain. I think the bigger problem is just the sin nature of, of mankind running things. But yeah. Dave, I was going to come back uh, and you were talking about the Lonely Hearts Club band. I would just encourage, you know, there's about two or three guys in the queue that I kind of talk to. It's kind of like Mike Blake and Sarge. They don't, they're not, you know, one's in Ohio, one's in Kentucky or wherever, but we all should be checking in with two or three people, yep. developing the friendships. Um, and if you don't have anybody on the queue, start having a few people. Just start okay. checking in, developing yep. that friendship. You'd be surprised within six months, you're going to be having lunch with them in some city in the middle of the YouTube. Hey, Serge, <laughs> please. Happens, and, uh, we all need to be doing that. Serge came down for Mike Blake's uh, dad's funeral. It was amazing. And they, I mean, they, they're just buddies who just met, through, just met through this, folks. There are others, as again, as Chad would say, there's other lonely hearts out there, man. Lonely. They're not lonely, lonely. They're just looking for somebody of their tribe, somebody like-minded that they, can, that they can pick up the phone and call them and they get it and they understand and Yada, 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 okay? Hey, go to my Facebook page real quick. I'll get you in here, uh, Kevin, in a second. Just a second. Go to my Facebook page. I want to show you guys something I'm really, really proud of. And I've kind of kept it uh, kept it under wraps. Uh, our pond is basically done. I just want to, I just, I want all of you. Uh, Debbie Perkins asked me yesterday, uh, last night. She says, Coach, what's, the, what's your vision there at Sky High? What's the vision? And I was open and honest and said, you know, Debbie, that's part of the problem. I don't really know what it is. I just know that I have to prepare. I just know that I, I just know. I believe people are going to have to come here. And I, that the Lord impressed upon me at the beginning, uh, build a pond. From the time I've, from the time, man, build a pond. And I saw where the pond was supposed to be. And I didn't know what it entailed. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know. And I continued to get advice and reach out to others and got good advice from Mark Trump and Steve Deck and, others and my buddy Rodney and, and yesterday they completed the pond. Now there's no, there's no water in it yet. You can see I'm standing behind the, the picture on the screen. I'm in the middle of the pond. It's 14 feet high behind me folks. And it's happened because you guys have helped me do it. You guys have helped us to do this. And even in my own family, it's called stress because my everybody said, "Why do you need a pond? Why do you need a pond?" And I said, "Hell, I don't know." <laughs> but the Lord told me to build a pond. I don't know. <laughs> they say, "Isn't there better things you can do with your money?" Probably. I don't know. But I'm trying to build a pond for some reason. Uh, there's going to be fresh water in there. There's going to be fish in there. Going to be food in there. I don't know. Maybe that's why I want to build a pond. So this is just a real quick. It's a 35-second video of me standing in the middle of that pond without any water in it. And I want all of you out there to pray water into that pond. We believe there's water under it. We can strike water. But uh, just, just play this real quick clip there. This is sky high. Standing by the overflow pipe in the pond. Let me flip this thing around. I think I can. Well, I got candy in my mouth. That's why my jaw looks buffed.
all we need mm. is a little water. Mission accomplished. Listen to me. It is finished. Jesus said that. It is finished. What is? What he told me to do, I did. Now, if that thing just sits there and turtles crawling out, in and out of it, and that's all that ever happens there, all I know is I did what he told me to do. That's a, that's a, folks, that's all you can do is be obedient of that cry upon your heart to do it. Amen. So, well, now what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. He told me to build a pond. The pond's built. Pray for rain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, and I've I, been lost struggles. Been lost struggles. Come on in, Kevin. Well, amen for that. And just be glad God didn't ask you to build an ark, right? <laughs> amen. <laughs> That'd be a much bigger job. But no, I wanted to go back to you know your question. Where did these people in government get the power and authority to rule over our lives? And, and right. the answer is simple, through incrementalism, creeping yeah. government. Inch by inch, it's a cinch. They take it one inch at a time, and then before you know it, you've got government all over you doing everything that they were never supposed to do. That's right. And so, and so then what happens, Kevin, once it gets to that point, if you stand up and push back against telling them you're not allowed to do that, then you become the villain, right? Yep, that's the, power that's, of press, that's the power of pressing right there. That's right. And, and so we understand that just follow the money, follow the money into the media and in, into the all that stuff. They're all in it together. They're, why? Well, because all those who hate me love death. <laughs> they all hate They all hate him and they love death. And we, and we don't get it. And they do everything they can to try to, to crush us and to kill us. Steve Deck, come on in. Steve, you got to get on a plane and fly out here and look at this thing. It's it's. It's unbelievable. Just, just think of the perch of the pond. All that grass, you don't have to cut anymore. I, I said I mowed that thing quickly yesterday. I was able to, it's never quick, you know, but boys, now I got to seed it. I got a lot of other stuff. Got to throw some fish in there. Got to, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate all your help, Steve, and helping us get that thing rolling. That's for sure. Jeff, now come on in. Yes, Commonwealth's goals is to use technical decisions of the courts and to resist, to criminalize obscenities. Mm-hmm. Now, you talk about limiting freedom. What about fighting the evil of using their high people up there, the trans and all the kind of stuff, especially the Department of Defense? Oh, my goodness. Getting led by a, a confused individual, making our nation weak. But mm-hmm. the, it's just an understanding that <clears throat> they're not stopping the evil and obscenities. And we're yeah, and, and, and well, listen. I'm going. I'm just. This just came to me. Okay, uh, the Bible says to have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. I'm talking about me now. I'm not going to support churches. I won't be part of a church that will not engage the culture. I'm not going. To, I'm not going. To, I'm not going to play that game anymore, folks. Because whether you realize it or not, it is the culture that is going to impact those that you love. It's the culture that's either going to rise or destroy the prayers that you're praying for your grandkids. It's the culture. Amen. And for the church not Amen. to engage the culture. I will not be part of that, okay? Make it very, very clear. Where we go. Uh, Say, Coach, where are you going to church? Well, show me somebody storming the gates of hell, and maybe I'll go there. I storm the gates of hell every day here. Every day. 
And if you watch this show, you know that everything that we do, well, be careful when you use those pejoratives, everything. I try every day with everything we do here to have it gospel-centered. But the problem is people don't know the gospel. They're following a different gospel, a different gospel of love and tolerance. How often do I say this? Over and over and over and over again. And listen to me, I'll have nothing to do with those unfruitful works of darkness. Tolerance of evil produces more evil. Do you guys understand that? Tolerating evil produces more evil. Tolerating a cricket in my house creates more crickets in my house. Boom. A lot of crickets, man. Come on in, Dale. It's called partial truth, coach, right? That's exactly what Satan used in the garden. It's the very thing that he tried to use Jesus in the desert, that partial truth. It's not full gospel. They used a bit of truth, right, to to forward an agenda. Now, now, coach, you know the Lord has a sense of humor sometimes, right? So yeah. laughter is a good medicine. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm watching, I'm looking at your video, the pond. You're standing in it, brother. you got to see where this is going. The book of Acts and Peter saying, Lord, nothing unclean has ever touched my lips. And I'm thinking, crawfish, crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> they won't live in that one. No, this is trust no. water, dude. They won't live in that crappy water. I smile at that. I love you, brother. I have our our relationship, as I always say, was birthed in the foxholes, brother. And and that's what I love. And in my small church, brother, that's exactly what it is. We enjoy the Sunday morning fellowship. There's great bonding and fellowship and worshiping in that corporate setting. But brother, outside of that, the relationship that I have with the people in my church and the people have with the people in the church that is kingdom. That is gospel. Amen, brother. Dale, I was going to teach on I still want, I haven't gotten anywhere where I wanted to go. I don't know if you guys noticed this. This is the Holy Spirit, see? This is the Holy Spirit. Because when I came down the steps into my multi-million dollar studio, I had a different plan. And I haven't gotten here yet. Because why? We're open to the Holy Spirit flowing in here. I'm going to show you some other, how much, oh my goodness, I got 14 minutes. Go ahead, Myra. Go ahead. Yes, Coach. In regard to the pond, to Ohio Brett, to Sister uh, Register Nurse Lori, um, I have 1 Corinthians 15, 57. It is written, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I thank God for every attack of the devil in my life. I'm a better man for it. You guys hear me? Did you hear me? See, the Lord didn't take me around some things. He took me through some things. Sometimes you got to go through some stuff. When I went through that stuff, goodness and mercy's following me. It's now going to be easier. As I stand here today, some of you are going to be drinking out of that pond. Some of you are going to be drinking out of that pond. I don't know when. I don't know where. I'm telling you. Some of you are. Silver's got some couple videos he wants to play. Go ahead real quick there, Joe. Elbowing in here on all of my good stuff, Joe. Just kidding. Just kidding. I know. Uh, these are not videos. These are spots. These are okay. uh, uh, audio. So, And these are finally completed now that we corrected things on it as far as uh, uh, Mel's 
website. Here we go. Judgment is coming. Can't you hear that calling? Can't you feel that dismay? What to do? What to do? Join us in praying for our nation, for we are a wretched people. Pray for our nation's survival. It needs all the support it can get. Please go to www.thelibertyactionnetwork.com to assist with this effort to save our people, our country. Time is so short. Please help us. Amen. What in the world is going on? Our government is way off course. They don't know right from left. They don't know up from down. What in the world is going on? Our schools are beyond their scope, teaching our children things they need not know. Please go to www.thelibertyactionnetwork.com to assist with this effort to save our people, our country. Time is so short. Please help us. A long time ago, on the land where we stand today, the people knew their Lord, their God, and spoke to Him most every day. Spring forward to today, the people for sure have lost their way. God at best is a remembrance on coin and bill. God at worst is their enemy still. Please go to www.thelibertyactionnetwork.com to assist with this effort to save our people, our country. Time is so short. Please help us. Good one, Joe. Time is so short now. Most do not have a clue. Our judgment is coming, and it will be sooner than soon. The writing is on the wall. Join us in humiliation. Join us in prayer. Join us in fasting for our nation. Help us. Help yourself to clear the air. Please go to www.thelibertyactionnetwork.com to assist with this effort to save our people, our country. Time is so short. Please help us. Well done, Joe. Are these posted at the Liberty Action Network? Uh, uh, they've been sent there. I think she's going to post them uh, shortly. Uh, Amen. Or maybe tonight. I don't know if she's at work or not. I have no idea. But, Amen. Uh, uh, they, these, I mean, we forgot to put the Z in the website. <laughs> so that's why we had to read Amen. Amen. All right. Well done, Joe. Well done. Hey, Spence, if you can, uh, go to my Facebook page. A couple more things I want to show you. Folks, I put a lot of good stuff on my Facebook page. Go, go up. That was a good one this morning, by the way. Uh, America, take 50% off your entire war. <laughs> I thought that's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Go down. Go down. Go down. Go down. Keep on. That's a good one, too. Go down there. Okay, folks. Man, we got to get this up on it. Uh, the, the resistance chicks are having a revive us. The Save America Revival Tour down in Dayton, the Pastor Neil, Neil's church on October 1st, 9 to 9. All-star lineup, although I don't like all-stars, right? Can you make that a little bit bigger? Dr. Carrie Madej is going to be there. That's yeah, okay. Huh? Yeah, no, back. Whoop, up, up, deep, up. There we are. Oh. Pete Santilli is going to be there. Tom Rents, the attorney, is going to be there. Sheila Holm, Dr. Brian Artis, Amanda Grace. This is October 1st from 9 to 9 at Harvest Revival Center. The, the resistance chicks and Dave Scarlett at His Glory Ministries have pulled this thing together. Yes, I will be there as well, but it will be a wonderful, wonderful time. They're, they've gotten a big old tin out back of it. They're expecting, they're praying, they're believing for a thousand people to show up on October 1st. So 
put that one on your calendar as well. Hey, look, I know there's a lot going on, right? I know there's a lot going on, but God's stirring, his, God's stirring the drink, man. God is stirring the drink. Okay, one more thing. Hey, hey, Gary, I don't know if we can get this to Gary, if we can get this up. Let's figure out how to get it to Gary so we get that up. I guess I'm talking out loud, Jared or whoever. So we, we need to get this posted as well. I'm excited about that. Scroll on down. There's something else I want you to see. Uh, oh, oh, stay right there a minute. Go back up there. There's a good one. There's a good one. Survey found 50 out of 5,500 biologists. They asked him when life begins. 96% of them said a conception. Now, folks, they lie to us all the time and say there's no consensus on when life begins. They lie to us. Well, this survey was done in such a way that they didn't know that was the question they were asking the scientists. They asked them about 30 or 40 different questions, and one of them was about when life begins. And look at that, folks. 96% said life begins at conception. Now, my question is, what the hell's wrong with those other 4%? Huh? So again, they're lying to us. It's not a lie. Yada, 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 yada. Same thing I talked about the other day. Scroll down one more thing. I think I wanted to show everybody. Let me, I think I did. Well, you already saw that. That's getting a lot of hits. That's good. Even though I look like an idiot. Oh, I did that. Maybe I'm done. That might have been that. There's a good question. Huh. Seems as if all of Trump's close associates have been visited by government thugs, except for Mike Pence. Hmm. Wonder why they haven't been. Oh, here's a good one. Okay, here we go. Play this one. What time? Much time we got? Yeah, seven fifty-three. This, hey, folks. This is just. This is the hypocrisy. This is what we deal with every day. I didn't put this together, although I wish I had. This is Joe Biden. Go ahead. Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. And they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. The willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy. More and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. There is no place for political violence in America, period. None, ever. Kind of in a nutshell, isn't it? Kind of in a nutshell. Don't watch my hands, right? Don't look at what's going on. A lot of good, I got a lot, there's a good one. There's another good one. Go back down there. That's a good one. Play that real quick. When you think of the future, you likely envision the remarkable technologies that you've seen in comic books and films. This is from 64 years ago. You begin to picture flying cars, trains driven by electromagnets, or household robots that will see to your every need. While modern scientists agree that many of these inventions are either unlikely or unnecessary, it may surprise you to learn what the future could actually hold. Imagine being able to share your thoughts with millions of people at once, simply by typing them on a keyboard and sending them through the air. Think of what life will be like when all of the many fixtures of an office, 
including a typewriter and an entire Rolodex, can fit within a device smaller than a loaf of bread. Consider the vacation plans you could make when a single trip on an airplane is all that's needed to visit anywhere on Earth. Yes, the future certainly looks bright, but it isn't without its darker sides. According to some predictions, obesity will likely run rampant, and political corruption will become so commonplace as to be accepted. People with nothing entertaining or informative to say will broadcast their demands for attention, and once beloved performers will become pushers of snake oil. Perhaps worst of all will be the emergence of a deadly and potentially devastating disease. Think of the last time that you contracted influenza. You were likely bedridden for days, having no appetite or desire to play games. Experts predict that by the year 2020, a new virus will rise, spreading from somewhere in Asia to the rest of the world. And with international travel being available to even the most common citizen, a sickness which would have been contained in years past will quickly spread to all corners of the globe. 1964. 19, I'm sorry, 56, 1956. Crazy world, man, crazy world. Somebody help me wrap this thing up. Got three minutes. Come on in there, somebody. Proves they're 50 to 75 years ahead of us. It shows shows something crazy is going on, huh? huh? There's something crazy going on, baby. What a what a time to be alive! And we're right in the middle of it, and the distractions. We gotta we gotta make sure that we keep our eye on the ball. Keep our eye. Don't be distracted by all these other things that they're. Yeah. Man, something going on. And I I really believe September's a big month, man. I really I, I really I believe it's a I believe it's a big month for sure. Okay, one more thing. Since nobody wants to jump in here, let me play the Titanic. Play that real quick. This is a TikTok video. Have you guys ever watched these or not? Go ahead. My God. Captain, the lifeboats are all ready to go. Should we load the women and children first? No, men and children first. Excuse me, sir. It's 2022, Private. A woman can handle a sinking ship just as well as a man can. And if you don't think so, you're a misogynistic asshole stuck in 2008. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, for the time being, I am requiring... Men and children only. Are you kidding me? It's 2022. This is what you wanted. You wanted to be treated equal to men? Well, this is how men are treated. No, we don't. We just say that half the time. We don't actually believe in it. Yeah, we do. Come on. We're just as capable as men are. Shut up. I identify as a man. 2022. Jack, do you think I could go up on the door? It's 2022, Rose. I wouldn't want to imply that you can't handle the ice cold water the same way a man could. Something's happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there telling me, got to beware. We'll see you tomorrow.